0: the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites this is talk.
1: Well, at this week, every time it's a great pleasure to welcome back Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, to steer you through all your relationship uh, conundrums. Uh, we ask listeners to get in touch with their relationship problems so Stephanie can advise. If you'd like to get in touch, just email us at the word at newstalk.com or text us at the usual number 53106. Now we have a further uh, reply from Mary. Uh, Mary was married 33 years, and I'll just recap her first letter before I come to her second letter. Um, She was a professional living with her husband on the farm. They have two grown-up children who are almost independent, but she basically said that she had a marriage that wasn't working, and she uh, has, you know, obvious regrets about that. Uh, he became ill, the husband, and revealed that he had cheated with three other women and uh, she, she she basically said she had neither cheated nor lied. And I suppose the question was, should she stick with it or whatever? Stephanie uh, gave advice on how to deal with the situation and uh, Mary wrote this letter back. I wrote to you hi Stephanie, I wrote to you as a woman who was thirty three years married and had a dilemma regarding my future with my husband. Thank you for your helpful and valuable advice. You rightly identified that I don't want to leave the home. You ask why I pull, asked why I pulled back in the marriage in the early years. Well, in our first year of love, lust and passion, a major dispute arose when his family claimed part of the property we had inherited. When we were in the process of taking out administration on it, an ugly row developed which was settled in the High Court in our favour. I resented the ordeal that we went through, not to mention the smear campaign his siblings orchestrated against us. I was worried he might consider suicide at that time. He has less resentment because they are his family after all. This created a gulf between him and his siblings. I learned then that I was the captain of my own happiness and worked hard at building my own joy ever since. I have not and will not burden my children with the compost heap that is our marriage and that is our creation and our responsibility. I realise the reason I wrote to you is because I'm anxious that my daughter would not have to accept this exploitation, bullying, isolation, insecurity and abuse that I picked up on my way down the aisle. It is a fact that many children end up like their parents, the vicious cycle syndrome. Any tips on how I could work at developing interventions to stave off a repeat of this tobacco, Thank you, Mary. So over to you, Stephanie. Uh, obviously, okay. this is a new element on it, which is her concern yeah. for her daughter.
0: Yes, and and maybe it's it's wise uh, to focus really on that quite a bit in this because that's where her concerns are. Maybe I could just say that I'm, you know, I'm obviously delighted that she got some comfort out of the advice. It's kind of interesting for me, particularly doing it in this way as opposed to doing it in a, an individual way. But, um, And it probably will help other people as well. I think one of the things that uh, jumped out and maybe, again, it's something in terms of wondering about her girl and how she's going to protect her, if you like, from this kind of making bad mistakes. I think there's a few things that have to be said. And they are that early in her marriage it seems this whole awful thing happened with the family and the, and these kind of rows can happen in families over money. And we all know inheritance sure. and da-da-da, very general, very, very definitely can happen. And then you have one person who's naturally more in love with and loyal to their own family. And then they're just at a new point in the marriage They only seem to be about a year together. So in many ways, you're finding your feet with each other to some extent. You haven't become this deep, strong unit that a marriage can be. And I think that was really unfortunate for Mary that this happened very early. If it had happened, maybe... At a 10 year point it mightn't have had this devastating effect so it's quite important maybe in a general way to say that if a really bad thing happens in the early days your marriage will be under a lot of pressure so you need do you know you might need help at that point get in sort those big things early don't don't let them fester, I suppose. That's really what I'm saying there. And I think this is a good example of that because if, if she was older in that marriage, I doubt if she would have retreated emotionally as much from it. There would have been much more in play. You with me on that? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah.
1: Uh, the only thing I, I would have thought sometimes when there's a kind of inter-family row yes. and it's going to the high court, it might drive the couple closer together. together. It's us against the world. Yes. I didn't quite get how that drove them apart as a couple. Yes, I could understand how it drew, you know, the the wider family, the schism, but I, 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 you know, sometimes like I have found in that situation, it's in adversity a couple will come together out of common interest if nothing else.
0: Yes, absolutely. And sometimes you think that a problem like that can really bring people together, but it can also drive wedges through because people, there's still that love and loyalty to your sisters and brothers, yep. you know. And and it's very hard to let that go. You've grown up together like in children with joint parenting. You have to let all that go. And a new woman doesn't understand all of what's behind in that history. And I think that can be hard. Okay, let's get okay. on to the
1: daughter aspect So get to
0: on it. to the daughter. I mean, you know, She's absolutely right that um, it's really important that things are not repeated. And that's what she's referring to when you say she doesn't want her to be in this vicious cycle that she finds herself in. She doesn't want her daughter to repeat what she has done. And the thing about vicious cycles is that It's only a vicious cycle because you're being driven by something that you are not aware of and you're not learning from something negative. That's what's going That's what goes on in a vicious cycle. The wrong things keep getting reaffirmed and therefore we keep making the same bad decisions and the same bad decisions lead to the next bad decision. So it's very simple, really. First of all, there's a lot of good messages out there to help young women steer in the right direction, okay? Yes, you take some messages from home. Yes, you do, but you take a lot of messages also from outside the home. So she must take some comfort in that. She won't be only, her daughter won't be only taking messages from her. That said, she will be influenced by what she has done. And I would be encouraging her, just like I'm saying about the vicious cycle. If you want to stop that or that vicious circle, what you have to do is you have to have that kind of conversation, which is not about blaming or anybody or saying, oh, your dad did this or your dad did that. As I say, nobody's really interested in that. It's about maybe having that conversation with the girl to say, you know, my, the decisions I made in my life, a lot of them were good and some of them weren't so good because we all make mistakes. You don't have to blame anybody and you certainly, I don't think, will helpfully blame the father. I think blame, take responsibility yourself for the decisions that you've made and look at what drove you to make those decisions. It may have been part of the time that you were within, if you like, living in, although it's not that long ago. Um, but also she needs to kind of, mum needs to look herself at what was driving her to think that retreating emotionally and withholding and pulling back from the marriage was the right thing to do. I mean, if she was in front of me, that's what I would be saying. You yeah. need to look at why you think that was okay. Where did you learn that? Because well, do, you, if,
1: do you think she should sit down with her daughter and say, look, yeah. uh, on the outside, this may all appeal uh, appear yeah. normal, but really I made things, decisions I regret and I'm worried about you being exploited. Yes. Or, like the thing I don't get Straight is Straight and it. simple. And this is what I don't get. Okay. Is I am a great believer and I say it all the time, black cats have black kittens and all of that. But Such where, 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 where <laughs> is the inference at all that her daughter might be in a relationship that might be uh, analogous, similar or anything like that. Yeah. In other words, that, that, that that's come out of left field to me. No,
0: no, not to me now, okay. I have to say. I think as a woman, she's saying, I, I really hope she's not, got, my daughter is not going to repeat so anything. There might be
1: nothing, there might she might be, be in a relationship there. Yeah. or anything.
0: I think she's just hoping, could she do something? And I'm saying to her, yes, you can. You can You can tell her absolutely, without revealing look, kids, no, no child, I don't care if they're adult or what age they are, they don't want to know what went on in your bedroom. They don't want to know whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, kids don't want any of that. They—I don't care what age they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. keep the privacy of the marriage to itself, and just say, "Look, you know, I made those decisions for those kind of reasons. Was I doing it again? Would I do it a little bit differently?" Well, you know, open it out, open it out, and speak it out. Because the more these things are discussed and aired, the better. I think, I think you can see what happened. This in this marriage, things went underground, and what happened? you know it's not a happy happy story and I think Mary knows that she has she has you know turned a particular point in the road and she has stayed there for her own reasons and and there are reasons as long as she can be happy with them but a girl is so
1: she should be preemptive in talking to her daughter even though she mightn't be going out with anyone or going out with someone that the mother suspects is like her husband oh
0: yeah don't pick on the guy or anything like that it's not about a particular relationship it's about the pattern she's trying to make sure there isn't a pattern And women talk about everything, as you
1: know, and
0: that's one of the great strengths, I think, you know, that women have when they find themselves in vulnerable situations. They will sit down in the hairdressers, on the bus, on the plane, and they will discuss that kind of thing why this is good and why that is not good. He's throwing his eyes to heaven here for those who can't see it. And yeah, but but Ivan, that is a real strength because men don't do it. Now, I know you could say, and there is a part of it, they don't need to always do it. They they back away in a different way. But the point is, it is good, it is healthy and she should have that kind of healthy, upbeat conversation. It doesn't all have to be about her own marriage. But maybe sometimes people try and keep, if I can just diverse slightly, sometimes I think people try and keep a kind of Perfect, you know, such a sort of perfect veneer, yeah. and maybe now. And this may not be Mary in any way, so it's not a suggestion here of that. But that if there is, if she has been holding up a shield of perfection in any way to the daughter, then it's even more important that she has that conversation and just says, and "Look, d- d- marriage is. This is what I did, and really, when it comes down to it, really, maybe I should have worked harder. Maybe I shouldn't have pulled away. Go ahead, i you No, know,
1: just just <laughs> when when. I mean, do you, do you need to revisit your original advice insofar as when someone describes, after thirty plus years of marriage, their marriage is a compost heap, uh, whether she should stay in that marriage? I I, no. I I I I I I I'd be doubling down on. Look, you're entitled to some happiness for the rest of your life, and to maybe confront this issue. Now, there was an illness. There was issue. a sick. Yes,
0: the husband was sick. Uh, with a life limiting thing, and that's you know what this me, was I'd about. Be cruel, yeah. You'd be cruel, you'd be gone. Well, I'm sure that's a great comfort to Jared to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get my point. I do they get your point. You, 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 like she's expressed it, but it was more very, viscerally. No,
0: no, it was very clear in the first letter okay. that she did not want to leave. This is not about leaving, this is about managing, coping okay. with her circumstance. I think that's what she's saying. And the woman is utterly entitled not to wish to leave. That is who she is. She can live with it clearly. My advice in the last letter was spend the money, get the help. Let people bring people in to help and mind your husband and create more space for yourself and be the happy yeah, yeah. person you can be. You're entitled to be that in the marriage, out of the marriage. She doesn't have to get out of it to be happy. She can fulfill. Maybe she feels that loyalty to him, you know, and uh, she's fulfilling it uh, in that way. So I don't think she needs to worry desperately about her okay. daughter, but she does if she doesn't drive it.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, I hope, Mary, that is useful. And I think for people who are in unhappy marriages, the, the fact of the next generation is, is fascinating. My thanks to Stephanie Regan. If you'd like to convey your issue that you'd like advice with, just email the hardholder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. My thanks, as always, to Stephanie. And that's uh, my lot uh, for today. Uh, my thanks to the entire team Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Rosheen Davis, Kira Courtney, and Steve Daunt. Our technical sound guys were Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy. I will be on the box uh, at a later time. The Jungle is over at 11 o'clock tonight. Um, Off the Ball is up next. Enjoy your evening and thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>